You know, the world right now is a really unsettled place. And for such a time as this, women play a most important role in history as peacemakers. The goal of Ladies of Liberty Sound Off is to affect the lives of women in an empowering way through discussion of important issues of the day. So, are you ready? The Ladies of Liberty are ready to sound off. Well, hello, ladies. Boy, now that that election is over, yikes, huh? Yikes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Now we can move on to the next one. Yay! Oh, boy. (laughs) Brian was at the post office and, uh, you know, because we have to get our mail at the P.O. box here in Carefree. I don't know why, but nobody wants to have their mail delivered to their home, which drives me insane because it's just one more thing we got to do, right? Um, it's the tarantulas. It's the tarantulas. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, when we got up there, you know, well, we got our mail, which everything was you know, our box was chock full of political ads. Yes. And Brian said to the clerk that you must be so glad that this is over for now, you know, but I guess we're moving on to the Christmas catalogs. But (laughs) (laughs) but the, the guy said, I would much rather deal with Christmas catalogs than all of this garbage, you know, the amount of political mail has been uh, just overwhelming. And the amount of text messages and emails. emails. Yeah, I'm (laughs) hoping that that stops now. I hope so. At least, well, it'll stop hopefully for a few more years because we're going to move on to the next election, which is 2024, the presidential election. That's right. And uh, the landscape is pretty darn interesting, don't you think? I, I, the landscape is very interesting on, on the uh, Democratic side. I think it's very uninteresting. You have Gavin Newsom is going to run, who in my mind is just about the worst person we could elect in America. Uh, He's absolutely destroyed California. And uh, I I, I, I can't say enough. I can't say enough in a polite way about Gavin Newsom. Um, he would be dangerous for us. But the Republican side has lots of people that are available to run. Which is very interesting. You know, I just want to say one thing about Gavin Newsom. What's, you know, living here in Arizona, okay, we have um, had a huge influx of Californians that are fleeing their state because of how awful it is there. And I just find it interesting that how can you have, how can you hire somebody, right, who has failed? When you look at California, it is a completely failed state, in my mind, um, on every level. So much so that there, you know, corporations, companies, individuals, they are leaving that state. Um, and they're fleeing here to Arizona as well as, as Florida. Yes, Texas. And, and I'm one of those people that fled California and I I couldn't stand the politics, the traffic, the taxes. I couldn't stand any of it. 
and I and I had to leave. And when when the Democrats start and and Gavin Newsom is a great one for that, decided oh. to let people out of prison yeah. to re-victimize the population, I said it's time for me to go. Uh, another thing that he did, well, there's there are so many things, but another thing that he did is the people in California voted. I, I can't remember the amount of times now, seven times, 13 times, a lot of times mm -hmm. to uh, maintain the death penalty. But Gavin Newsom decided he didn't like it. So he just made his own rule, regardless of what the voters voted for. So your vote means nothing in California anymore. Uh, we don't need that in the country. He is a true socialist. Uh, he Power is everything to this man, just like it is to his aunt, Nancy Pelosi. But I want to go back to the fun people. Yeah. <laughs> On the Republican side, um, the way I see it, uh, President Trump is going to announce uh, next week. That's the way I see it. And Mike Pompeo will run, I'm sure. Uh, Mike Pence, uh, Nikki Haley. Gosh, I, I, we have a lot. And then there's, there's Ron DeSantis. And we don't know if Ron DeSantis is going to run yet, but... Now that this uh, midterm election is over, we are going to be in the midst of this again. And it's going to be a, a, an interesting, probably contentious time again, which I'm pretty tired of. I don't know about you ladies, but I'm just really, I'm tired of politics as much as I love it. I'm tired of it right now. I need a break, <laughs> but but here we go again. Uh, and um, it's so, yeah, I worry. Um, I do worry because for the first time uh, in my life, uh, I lost friends uh, over the last presidential election. And I, it hurts my heart. It really, really hurts my heart because um, there's such a divide and it was interesting because, uh, when we were talking earlier, Becky, you shared, you know, we were talking about, uh, the Trump train and if Trump was going to run and, um, right. well, and this is exactly where I wanted to jump in, um, not stepping in front of you, but I think we can, I think mm -hmm. we're on the same track here is that we were idly chit-chatting about certain things and this topic came up and I shared, but before I share this, I want to also say this, this friendship with the three of us is very important to me and is so cool because there is no division, even though we all don't think exactly the same way we share some of these very personal stances and feelings regarding issues and we don't divide it actually brings us together closer i think we see the strengths in each other and really respect it even when we don't agree and that would be my wish for everybody is if you could not just agree to disagree because i really don't like that but respect the other person's thoughts and not say, because of those thoughts, I'm done. I'm done with you. It's, it's their thoughts. And then it's my thoughts. And 
I value so much more about that person than the way they might think about something, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yes, Judy, we were discussing briefly about the Trump train, as she put it. And I shared that I did vote for him in both elections. But since the second time around and learning more about what I read about him, what I see about uh, Donald, I don't think I can bring myself to hop on that train again. Too many things that bother me to the core. And yet, here's my push me, pull you, is I don't want to vote for the Democratic Party. And I'm really stuck in that paper thin place sometimes in between feeling like I need to write in. I need to write my dog in to vote for somebody. (laughs) I would vote Oni for president. I would vote for Oni. It'd be a bone in every dish. What, the thing that you mentioned about the media and and that what you read about Trump and and I'm I'm not although I've been a Trump supporter I also support all the other people that I mentioned so I believe that America will decide on who we actually put up as our nominee and whatever America decides um, I I could vote for any of them easily but. But when you talk about Trump, one thing that people need to remember is that he is uh, kind of the the poster boy for the Democrats to lambaste. Why? Because they're afraid of him. Why? Because he is the guy who got so much done in this country. He made real changes. He, he brought our economy back. He brought respect back overseas. And as somebody that goes overseas a lot, I can tell you that that's true. I can tell you from talking to the people on the ground that they loved him. But the media, I, my concern is, Becky, and I don't know what you're reading, but they don't they don't tell the truth. So so when you say that that Trump is unethical or doesn't tell the truth, I I, I don't know if the stories are true that you're reading or not true, but I know that there is a whole lot of lies printed about Donald Trump. Now, I've seen Donald Trump personally in situations that are conversational, and I have the opportunity to do that again in a couple of weeks. Actually, just have a conversation. And when I have, I have to tell you that I I love what he says and and I respect what he says and I believe wholeheartedly that he has America's back. He he is for the people. I I wholeheartedly believe that. But I believe that there is so much shade thrown on this man because of the fear of what he can accomplish. So that's just my opinion. Again, what I'll say is we have a slew of good candidates available to us. Uh, If Ron DeSantis runs, I would be all for Ron DeSantis. I would be all for Mike Pompeo, uh, Mike Pence, Nikki Haley. Any one of them would be a better president than a Gavin Newsom. So we're gonna we're gonna go through it again. We're gonna go yep. through the whole process again and hear what everybody has to say, and then we're all gonna vote in that voting booth and say, "Here is who I ultimately want to be my nominee." And 
I am honestly good with any of them. Mm. Well, what's I, really, really important for, for people to do is to really do their research. And I know I've heard that before on programs and I've heard people say it, but I, I'm curious to know perhaps what maybe the percentage might be of people that just listen here or there to robocalls, TV ads, things stuffed in the mailbox, which you know are just headline bad news about those people and go, oh, I don't want that. I'm going to vote for this person the day before an election. And it is so, so important to really find out more than what you read in the newspaper or see in the news because it it can change the way things are done it can impact it will impact at least the next four years if not more and it's important for people to really not just vote on a whim it's interesting um because what i didn't realize and i swear i just found this out last week was that Trump um, funded his whole campaign by himself. Did you guys know that he didn't take any? I don't think I knew that. Did you know that Linda? He hasn't. He I, I did know that. that. And he also didn't take any paycheck as president. Oh. And Joe Biden certainly does. Of um, he he oh. did not yeah. take a paycheck. He donated his paycheck. Um, Which so. I think is interesting because I think that both sides, I have to be honest with you, I think both Republicans uh, and Democrats feared Trump. I think the old guard um, that was used to um, all of the favors, all of the, right. They didn't remember when Trump was like, I'm going to clean up the swamp. There were a lot of people and friends of mine who were political consultants who ran other people's campaigns when, um, they, they ran Rubio's campaign. They ran, um, what's come on, Jude, I'm getting some timers, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> I love David, that. I'm taking David. that. I'm running with it. <laughs> Some timers here, but uh, he was the governor of Utah and ran for president and lost. Mitt, Mitt Romney. Yeah, Mitt Romney. They ran the Romney. rhino. The rhino Romney. Right. And when Trump, you know, was our candidate or running just for. Um, you know, the nomination the first time around, my friends were posting the most horrible things and they were agreeing with, it was so interesting to me. I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I realized, oh my gosh, they must be part of the swamp. They liked the old rules. They liked, they liked having politicians in their pockets, right? The lobbyists and the special interest groups. They like being able to buy their way in. And I think that Trump really stood against that. Is and and I'm not saying that Trump is in integrity. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. Um I don't 
but on the policies, on the policies that I care about and the values that I care about, I mean, I do care if a man cheats on his wife. I care about the sanctity of marriage. But if you looked at every politician that's out there and and said, I'm only going to vote for the one who who never cheated on his wife, I don't know. I don't know well, who we'd have out there. Right. And more to more to the integrity than just that. And personality. Yeah. And right. Um, professionalism. And I mean, I could go on, but um, it's, and, and is it a, a sign of the times? I mean, it, if a person ran for president, um, you wore your best suit, you put your best foot forward, even though behind the scenes, things could be different. And that went away with him. I mean, it was raw and edgy and offensive and nothing like I had ever experienced with watching a president, because that's as close as I as I get to presidents, watching them on the media. Um, there's a certain decorum, if I have to use that word. There is a certain decorum, expectation of decorum with a person who is holding the highest office in these United States. And, and, I and, and is that even though they decided to Trump Trump up? charges against him and 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 absolutely but not all of them were not all of them were vir virtually virtually all of them were becky that they've been prison i don't know what we can have a whole conversation about i know you know what how many were and weren't but but everything well, just, about yeah. russia that they did to him everything about uh uh ukraine was all all of that was was false information. And how I, I just think that at some point, somebody has to stand up for themselves and stand up for America. Personally, I love the wall. We should have kept building the wall. Mm -hmm. um, did you know that our federal government is suing Arizona for ha putting, uh, you know, the, the train cars, the rail cars, stacking them to fill in the gaps of the wall and federal government is telling them, take them down. You can't block the border. They want all these people coming in. I, I just want somebody. Yeah. And and if they're well, brash, great. they're brash. I want somebody to do something and make things happen. And that's what I loved about President Trump is mm -hmm. he went over it, under it, around it, and through it to get things done for the American people. And and I, I don't like all of the, the conversational things bother me for sure at times. But they don't bother me more than what I see Joe Biden doing in ruining America and shutting off our oil and costing us all these jobs in vaccinating uh, little children and in teaching CRT to our children. I just can't even stand what's happening in America. So like I said, for me, anybody is better than uh, what's coming in, which would be either a Joe Biden or a Gavin Newsom. And we're going to come right back and keep talking about it. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. 
the average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the pulpidone iodine-based nasal spray Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD. Hey, welcome back to Ladies of Liberty Sound Off. And we are chatting, um, not necessarily about um, the elections right now, but we're, we're talking about the elections coming up. And I think what is interesting, what you said earlier, Becky, was that there was a time when politicians, you know, acted in. With, they acted with decorum. They acted with decorum. Exactly. They did. They wore their, you know, they dressed up in a suit and a, you know, and language, they, language, right. They, they were polite they were full of passion, but they did not destroy each other's personal character. Um, it was about policy and it was about what was good for America. And what's interesting to me, this is kind of funny. Um, Tim Ryan, who uh, was a Senate hopeful in Ohio for the Democrats. Okay. And he was being interviewed by CNN. I don't know if you heard this. <laughs> like the complete opposite of decorum, but he finished his interview <laughs> by raising Miller, Miller light, a can of Miller light and saying, we're going to bring it home. Like he's toasting the, I was like, what are you doing? What have we, as just as a, as a, as a, as a nation, what have we like brought ourselves to? I mean, this is so ridiculous. This is so ridiculous. Did you see that or read that? I did. Oh my I God. That. I mean, it's just the last, they did a freeze frame of the two candidates and the one <laughs> candidate suit and tie looking. Yeah. Poly, and the other one is like Jimmy Carter's brother. It's true. He's raising his can of beer. We're going to bring it home. Oh, yeah. Okay. Makes me feel confident in you. It, right? just, lacked, it just lacked that big belt. He was belt. wearing a sweatshirt. And not that, you know, not that that, I mean, we all wear sweatshirts and, you know. Not the right moment for that, perhaps. No. Not at all. Not at all. And then Again. I would think in Pennsylvania that that they could put somebody up better than a Fetterman. Um, I, I don't know. I, yeah. So anyway, it's, it's interesting to see what's going to happen now. 
Um, hopefully we get a little break before all the hubbub starts uh, in earnest for the 2024 election. But, you know, I, I want to kind of throw a curveball in here. Okay. I think that Elon Musk has done a wonderful thing in uh, leveling the playing field. We were completely aced out of Twitter as conservatives and he's brought back that platform to everybody. And oh my, the Democrats are kicking and screaming about it. And the progressives, and you have all the Hollywood people saying, oh, I'm getting off of here. And and I just can't be on because, because this and that and the other thing is going to happen. Well, wouldn't you kind of wait and see if those things happen? It, what you're saying is that I don't want a format that is open to everybody I only want to open to my opinion, and that's not how it should be. So I think leveling the playing field for future elections is hugely important. And I'll, I'll tell you something else that a lot of people don't know is, you know, we are very much manipulated by the media. And Becky, we were just talking about that. We're very, very much manipulated. Uh, so if you use Google as your browser, for example, and you put in a search, something political, you are going to get virtually all the first things that you are going to see are going to be favorable to liberals, Democrats, progressives. Um, the, anything conservative is going to be so far back, you probably won't go that, back that far to read because most people read the first things that come up. If you are also using Google, um, they send out push notifications to people who are liberal. Go vote, go vote. They don't send them out to conservatives. So, so but in that way, they're manipulating the elections. And uh, there may be, according to J Judicial Watch, there may be the possibility of a lawsuit because there is a, a legal term uh that I, I can't think of right now that that has to do with this kind of manipulation mm -hmm. of the public's mind, but it's hugely effective. So I would mm -hmm. like to see us get away from all of the kinds of manipulations that the media in one form or another does and let us um, let us think for ourselves. And on the other side of that, you know, my, my husband said, well, you know, people, people can make their own decisions. Well, yes, they can, but people honestly are not aware that people, that companies like Google even do this. They don't even know that they're being manipulated in these ways. So, you know, I think that we have a ways to go for the next election to, to fix some of these issues. Don't you think both sides do the same thing? Uh, there has been, there has been, who, 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 what conservative owns a browser like that? I, it, that has not been shown to, to happen at this time. I'm not saying that they can't, Becky, but it has not been shown to happen. Google is the biggest search browser there is. Right. But then as far as like news media, I mean, the news media, you have left news media and you have right news media and they both are are shouting equally as loud that they're both presenting the truth. Well, you and I should be married because my husband said exactly the same thing. <laughs> but 
but and I'll tell you what my argument to him was. Um, yeah, yes, the news media does exactly that. But I have to turn on my news media and I have to look for listen to whatever station I'm going to listen to, whether I'm going to pick Fox or CNN. And and I I have that option. But when you my TV doesn't turn itself on and say, Linda, go vote Democrat today. OK, it uh, I object to the push notifications and I object to the the bias in the search engines. I, I don't think that that is fair game and I don't think it's a fair way to play the news. I choose what I look for and what I watch, but, but when it's, but it, when it's only, so Becky, if you had only, only uh, conservative stations on the television and that's all you had, that wouldn't feel very fair to you, would it? If I were a conservative, I would probably prefer that. I mean, and I am, I am much more of a conservative than I am a liberal. I mean, far more right than left. Um, but I go looking for the truth. Right. You want to see all sides, right? Yes. And it's really hard to find. And I know, I mean, I've, I've been aware for a long time that news leans left. It just does. And so I try to mix I mix in Fox with CBS, with CNN, with NPR, so that I can do my own filtering. And it's pretty obvious sometimes when it's so far left. And it's pretty obvious at times when it's so far right. I mean, there have been some Fox News things where I, because my parents won't listen to or listen or watch to anything else. Um, and I don't think that's right either, because that's not always the truth. No, Neither side always gives always neither side gives a high percentage of the truth in what they're writing there's embellishment there's misleading there's stretching the truth there's their own version of the truth there's their own biases right their own biases so yeah. and when and when we go in search of things i have my own biases too because i do lean more right than left um i think i'm looking for that perfect person <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't exist. I'm in that zone of probably La La Land where I'm looking for something that might not exist. And then you have to decide, well, which is the better of two evils, which is the better, which is going to be the inherent good for the long term, for what I would like this country to be like. Um, you do need to do your own filtering and you do whenever you look for news, you do lean whatever way you think. Well, you can see right now uh, where we are with with having a progressive president. This is not John F. Kennedy. This is not the, the Democratic Party of John Kennedy, right? Mm -hmm. This this is a completely different progressive, liberal, George Soros, uh, socialism type of Democratic Party. We've gone so far to the left that it's, I mean, the things that are happening in this country right now are unbelievable to me with so many things that we've talked about a hundred different times, the schools, what we're teaching our kids, the fact that they don't want parents to be able to have a say in, in what their kids learn. All of these things are really kind of crazy to be happening. So 
if that doesn't tell us with inflation, with gas prices, with the border, with crime, uh, that we're going in the wrong direction, oh my, I, I don't know what else will tell you anything. Well, there's, there's no question that it's going in the wrong direction. Both sides, actually. What it's, the left presents will tell you it's, if you have a, a clear mind, will tell you what direction we're going in. What I find really interesting, Linda, if we go back to how Twitter and Google um, influence, do influence the elections. Absolutely. Um, when you look at Mark Zuckerberg's in, uh, interview with Rogan about how the FBI went to him mm -hmm. and encouraged him to kill the Hunter Biden story before the last election. Um, he totally admitted that um, they killed the story that they, they put, they, they wouldn't print anything uh, that they censored it. Uh, both Facebook and Twitter restricted sharing of the article and okay. YouTube and YouTube. Yep. Right. And it, it it's just, so that tell me that that is not election interference. Can, you well, know. It absolutely is. And that's, that's the problem that we're having. And I'm sure after the election that we just had, we are going to be bombarded with um, this happened here, this happened there. I mean, we, we have a long way to go to get free and fair elections, but I'm hoping that it's better than it was in 2020. I'm hoping that we can fix some of the issues and keep working at that. And I know good people like the people at the Heritage Foundation, the people at Judicial Watch, and many, many more uh, are working to to fix the election system so that it's free and fair for everyone. And that, you know, that includes all of this technology, um, you know, what, what needs to be done there to make it fair. But my initial point was that I think that Elon Musk is a step in the right direction for at least opening up Twitter to everyone and not making um, things be that that conservatives not canceling conservatives as as it was before. I think that 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 that's an important step. I've never tweeted. <laughs> I don't. I've tweeted, but hardly ever. I've never tweeted. I don't. I don't have the need to tweet. I've chirped but never tweeted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a tweeter. Um, part right. of it for me is I just didn't want one more thing to check. I know, truly. Oh, that's exactly right. And, you know, media has changed, has changed how people vote, the way people think, and added a degree of, Oh, what do I say? Confusion and, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's complicated. It really has added to the complication. The complication factor has been added to trying to vote, both physically and mentally, because of social media. As I mentioned in a conversation that we three had had back in the day of John F. Kennedy, had there been media like there is today, 
we would have known all the dirt. Mm-hmm. And how would that have changed the way we thought about right. a, a next election, an election, had there been a next one for him? Um, it really confuses. And again, it, it fogs the truth. And it's hard to get at the truth. And it's almost like going into the grocery store to buy a tube of toothpaste. It used to be so simple. You'd walk in, you had three different brands of toothpaste, maybe three. Yeah. And now there's a wall. There's a wall of toothpaste. There's a wall of teeth whitening. There's a wall. And within the toothpaste brands, you have 17 different varieties of whiter teeth, brighter teeth with hydrogen peroxide with bleach if you want it (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous and it has actually caused people so much consternation just in trying to make a decision so on top of everything else making a decision to vote is so much more complicated than it used to be and i wish there was a way to get back to bringing it right down to the what really really matters you know what I think is interesting. So I was I was pretty pretty upset with my daughter um, because she is registered to vote in Michigan but lives in Tennessee. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> I just and had that I, text with mine yesterday. What? Yeah, you I just did. had that text with mine yesterday. Oh my gosh, I'm so upset. So she's not. I'm like, well, you could have voted in Michigan. Did you do your absentee ballot? No, I, I, I forgot. And I'm like, how can you forget? What do you mean you forgot? I don't understand, you know? And then you, Miss Becky, sent us the article on the 19th Amendment. And it really, I forwarded it to we have a family group chat. I did too. I, I did. did. Too. I forwarded it to my family group chat because obviously we're a family of girls, all except for Brian and Gideon. Um but Gideon being our doggy. Uh, and, and I've said this before, we've got I I come from four generations of nothing but women. Um we keep having to lure the men in all we produce are girls. And Really reading this article about the 19th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution for for women to have the right to vote uh, and how truly recent it was in 1920. Judy, let's talk about that um, after this break, because we need to to talk about that 19th Amendment. Mm -hmm. I agree, Kay. Don't miss an episode of the Ladies of Liberty Sound Off. Subscribe to the podcast. And for the latest news and inspiration, join us back at AmericaOutloud.com. As Americans, we seek to form a more perfect union. To paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, we are a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And God willing, we shall not perish from the earth. AmericaOutloud.com Liberty and justice for all.
These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. So I sent this in the group chat. Um, we call ourselves the Incredibles. And I said, I really want you girls to read this and to understand what is at stake and how grateful we should be uh, as American women that we have the right to vote and that that right was fought for. It wasn't just given to us. It wasn't. And it took almost looking at, you know, when the, the, um, when it all started, when we started to actually ask for it, it took them close to 40 years. Can you imagine 40 years of fighting for the right to vote? Oh my gosh. Um, just tell us about it, Becky. Tell us what you found. Well, you know, the importance of women to vote goes way back because of what men were allowed to do a long time ago that usurped women because we basically had very few rights, even with family matters, with children, let alone politics and policy making in your community. Now, the interesting thing, sidebar, interesting thing that I did read was long before the 19... 2019th amendment for women to vote there were counties in america that did allow women to run for office these were small rural counties um i'm forgetting where i'm, I'm assuming in the east like north anyway um and women won some elections and women ran for offices you don't read about that you don't hear about that because they don't want people to know about that they certainly didn't want people knowing about that before 1920, um, but for the most part, women have been subjected to being under the thumb of men forever. And I'm, I'm trying to be, res I wanna be respectful when I talk about this of men, because not all men are just out to keep women down. That is not the case, but women having a right to voice their opinions about politics is something that has finally come to pass in 1920 and a, a privilege that as women, we should never lose sight of the fight that took place to get that. And we all need to use that right and vote however we vote 
our voice needs to be heard. Well, I agree with that for sure. I also think that along with the vote comes the responsibility of understanding what you're voting for. I truly believe that too many people are uninformed and don't take the time. And it takes time to inform yourself. I mean, it it is like uh, digging through, I don't know, a mud pile to try try to get to the truth anymore. You know, back in the day, we had the Walter Cronkite on the TV and he was trusted and he would report the news, but it, it wasn't opinion, it was news. Most of the news anymore now is opinion. And the things that people say and throw out on the media are, are just really horrible to me. Some of the things that I see people in the media say, some of the things, most of the things I see, for example, the ladies on The View say, I'm just horrified. And th these are where people are getting their information, these sources. And I, I, and I do think that if, if we are going to vote and really understand what is happening, people need to become involved before we lose our country. I mean, we are at such a tipping point in America right now, and it has been uh, amplified and exacerbated by the Biden administration who has you know, taken us fast forward to a place that um, I don't think that most of the country wants to go, but I think that that they're not understanding. So yes, women, women absolutely need to become involved and, you know, not just vote, say, on the abortion issue. That's another thing that is a whole different subject that people need to really think about. But on what their next generation, our next generation are learning in school about the school taking the ability to uh, give give your child drugs that uh, that are gender uh, suppressing, or people that are teaching our kids uh, about racism rather than about mathematics. I mean, things like that. Women have such an important say, and we, to my opinion, are the people who can save America, we, the, the women, we are the ones who set the standards for how America lives, how our children live, how our men uh, react and act. Because as women go, so go their men and their children. So yeah, hugely important. It is different now, though, than it was even 50 years ago. Because even more women are in the workplace and there's less of the home environment, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. So, so women are now in possibly even a better position to be making policy and to be having their voice heard. But at the same time, what is happening to the home? And I think there's an, a strange and interesting dichotomy happening between women in the workplace now, as opposed to 50 years ago, and what's happening to our children, and which could be another good topic of conversation, probably much too long for today. But sometimes I think it's leaving our children to fend for themselves too early, therefore creating a situation where they are wise in their own eyes, way too young. Mm -hmm. 
which leads to all sorts of young thoughts of um, privilege, which leads to problems, which are dealt with if you have um, disengaged parents because they're too busy earning double incomes. It's, I don't, I don't know where I could go down a rabbit hole with that, but. Right. Um, well, there's nobody if, home raising the kids, right? There's nobody home. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, and, and the schools are tr- jumping in there to take over. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, and the parents are just too busy, right, to deal with all of it, um, to deal with all of the information to, you know, and I've said this before, but just sitting around the table and having dinner at night is... Yeah. We were just talking about that because Emma um, is going to have basketball here and, um, you know, she's not going to, she'll be done. It'll be eight o'clock at night. Right. And I said, well, what are we going to do? Have dinner at nine? We all looked at each other and said, yep, that's what we're going to do. We're going to sit down as a family. We're going to, you know, just for this season during basketball, We'll have dinner at nine o'clock, um, you know, because that's important. It's important to, and not with the TV, not sitting down with the TV. Right. But just or the phone or the phone. Right. Exactly. No phones at the table in my house, but um, because that conversation is so important, it is so important. And not to say that I'm not lulled into uh you know, both Brian and Emma would love to just have dinner every night in front of the TV. Um, <laughs> they both would. And, but every time I say no, and I'm the bad girl, right? The bad mama, um, they love it. The conversations we have are rich and wonderful. And uh, it's just, and to raise an intelligent young woman who can think for herself those conversations and and you know debating at the dinner table right we don't always agree on everything but learning how to debate uh, and discuss difficult issues without annihilating the other person or without you know stomping off right that's where it happens yeah those are important skills if, yeah, you know, so that's how you build relationships and relationships are the most important thing, not only in family, but where you work out in public with other people in business. I mean, the, the different level and you know this very well, both of you, but, you know, with what Brian does, relational relationships are what makes a difference. It can make a huge difference. Personal business Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in every aspect it's it, Mary, Mary used to say well what does it matter what does it matter if you know so and so or and I'm just like, you know what it always it's, matters it does matter because sometimes if you know a certain person you can help somebody else I mean I've just I learned that the other day with having a conversation with somebody that I'm just getting to know and trying to build a relationship they mentioned a need for a financial person in their business, another female entrepreneur. And because I am 
getting to know this person. I know other people. We can converse. And it, I mean, it's a healthy way of having relationships. And that's how things work in a positive motion, in a good way. But that starts at home. If you don't have that example at home of building the relationship with your kids so that they will want to come to you and talk to you. And the key word is want. That they will want to come and talk to you. You've made it a safe place for them to come and talk. And that takes effort on the part of mom and dad. And if you if you have a single parent home, it takes effort, extra effort on the single parent to do that. It's a tremendous effort. Always worth it. Yeah. And you know what Judy said is exactly the point I was making earlier about women being the ones that that set the tone. So Judy said that at her house, they have dinner together and that's what they do. And that Brian and uh, her daughter would rather maybe sometimes sit in front of the TV, but she is the one who has set the tone. And that that's the importance of women. So women have the power in our country to, and all over the world, really, uh, well, not in some countries, but to to set that tone that makes a difference in how our kids are raised and and what they do in their life from that point. So if she was raising her kids to be, you know, uh, latchkey kids and in front of the TV and using video games and phones to get their entertainment, then that's what the next generation after that is going to be like probably too. It, it's just critical that we as women step in and say no to these schools for what they are trying to teach our children and get back to basics. I would really like to see the country. I, I, I kind of go with Mike Pompeo's view and actually Mike Pence's view as well of, of how I'd like to see the country. I'd like to see us heading back to um, civility. I'd like to see us heading back to uh, religion and God. I would like to see us heading back to, uh, you know, our Christian values. And, and I'd like to see us heading back to uh, family being the, the, the foremost unit in the country that is supported by our politicians and our governments. So uh, we're a long way from there right now. It's, it's a lofty goal to have, but that's what I would like to see. And it's going to be a big fight. Yep. But we're ready for it, aren't we, girls? Oh, I'm well, ready. The, important, the important thing is never stopping. That's it. Always, always hope for that and always try for that. Never give up. Always, always, always. Yeah, because the, the progressives are not doing us well in the country. Um, in fact, the these progressive Soros-supported district attorneys, the cities that they work in, are responsible for 68% more homicides than other district attorneys that are are more, um, well, not, not progressive leaning and who actually put criminals away. There are things that we need to pay attention to in the upcoming several years that that need to get changed in order to, to bring us right. I feel like we are a ship that is listing a lot and we need to write this ship and and get it back on track here here golfers clap 
doing the golf. (laughs) How do we stay on track? It seems so our election cycles seem so volatile to me where, you know, so it seemed like we were on this incredible track when Trump was, you know, our president um, and we had the house and we had the Senate and things, we were getting things done. And then, then we elected Biden and within the first 24 hours, what, how many executive orders did he sign to completely change the course of the nation? And that he didn't even, nobody voted on anything. He just went into his office and signed all of the executive orders to change everything that, that we had wanted. I don't, how is that not going to happen again? Well, I'm sure it will. And the thing is, this is the methodology of the the people that want to have the one world order and the socialism come to America. Mm-hmm. They want to wear us down and and have us be tired of the fight. They're not going to stop fighting and no. we can't stop fighting either. So, I mean, right now we are paying more money in the interest on the money that we owe as a country than the entire budget of our entire military. We're, we're just doing crazy things. And we need to get back to some uh, common sense and, and, and fiscal sense in this country. And hopefully, hopefully uh, the, this election and the upcoming election will take us in that direction. If it doesn't, then I'll be really sad for America. I will too. It sounds like we need a really good female in the White House. Well, there are females and there are females. So (laughs) it has to be a really good one. I'm all for anybody who's really good. What is a woman? What is a woman anyway? Let's not even go there. (laughs) I'd say of the three of us right here, we could have president, vice president, and secretary of state. There you go. Fabulous. Well, ladies, that's a wrap. One more step for womankind. 